Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, pod people. This week, we're cleaning the white dog shit off our retro Air Jordans and drifting back to 2010 to find out why David Cameron had Jack Duckworth assassinated, how Julia Gillard gave Tony Abbott the gift of perpetual erectile dysfunction, and why Mark Zuckerberg received a Man of the Year award for pissing on Donald Trump in a Moscow hotel room. All this in an ad that's so good, it creates an existential crisis for the pod in this week's episode of Classic Ads from Simpler Times. My name's Steve Cook. And along with my co-host, award-winning advertising creative and TV ad director Tony Williams, we're looking at a tele-ad for Old Spice that first aired in the USA in 2010. Go on, then you first. Morning, friends. Hello, Steve. She's <laughs> 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 so immature. It's just so amateur. But <clears throat> so the year is 2010. Julia Gillard becomes the first Prime Minister of Australia. She's the first Prime Minister. Hey, I've got to start again now. <laughs> Fucking hell. Man, you, put me, you put me right off the stroke. Sorry. Okay, so the year is 2010. 2010. Julia Gillard becomes the first female Prime Minister of Australia. Okay. I kind of like Julia. I can't do any impressions of her, I'm afraid. Before she resigned, she did a speech in Parliament where she basically she called out Tony Abbott as a misogynistic bucket of shite mm. in a suit. Don't remember that? No, I don't. Okay. I do remember when she mispronounced a word, which was famous. Uh, she was doing an interview on the radio, and she said, the interviewer asked her a question or something, she said, oh, I don't really know about that. I, you know, I'll leave the hyperbole up to you. She was from Wales, though. <laughs> a brilliant idea I have. Why do you move to Australia? <laughs> Come Prime Minister. Uh, half a million people watched the sixth, Thousand episode of Neighbours. Oh. Where absolutely fuck all happened. Really? Yeah. Jim didn't come back. <laughs> like, he, didn't do, he didn't do a Dallas and come back like Bobby. <laughs> Bill Clinton didn't shag Mrs. Mangle. <laughs> so nothing happened. Okay. Barack Obama is the president of the United States and Steve Jobs at Apple launches the iPad. First iPad. 2010. 2010. They sold 300,000 on the first day. And since then, they've sold 350 million. No. 
Do you want to do a fact check? Um, fact yeah. check. I'll put Michael some music Jackson. in here. The first iPad was... Table 47, your chips are ready. Sorry. Oh my God, you're right. 2010. What is up with that? It's almost as if I did some research before we started. Everybody, yes, you're correct. Sorry, do you want to start at Steve Jobs? 300,000 on launch day they sold. Sorry. And since then they've sold 350 million. Sorry, I just talked over you twice then. Do you want to start back with Steve Jobs? No, just carry on. Please do. No, it's, Please beca- do. it's, all, it's becoming part of the charm of okay. the podcast you didn't win where silver, you just you lost fucking gold. talk over me okay. all the time. Mark Zuckerberg was Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Oh, you're just talking now. Um, was he? Okay, good. <laughs> to Facebook. That was before Vladimir Putin got hold of the video of him <laughs> peeing on Donald Trump. <laughs> I think you might want to fact check that. Used it, it was Steve Jobs. Vladimir's <laughs> used it to blackmail the entire Western world since then. Um, Lady Gaga wore a dress made entirely out of meat. That's right. To yeah. the MTV Awards. She did. David Cameron is elected British Prime Minister. I've written here, as part of his Tory government's culture wars against Northerners... <laughs> if there's any still left <laughs> Pigeon fancying doll bludger An all round gloomy joyless northern caricature Jack Duckworth Is immediately written out of Coronation Street Vera Really? Yep Because uh, he's a man of the people And he wanted him written out Jack Duckworth stood basically for the entire north of England Didn't he? He was almost I, I grew up in a village and there were like five Jack Duckworths in our village. Wow. Chief amongst them was a bloke called Stan Pickering, who went out to, um, told his wife he was going to the newsagent to get a newspaper and walked down to get the newspaper to find that it was the annual outing, the pub outing, to Bridlington for a day trip. So he got on the coach. <laughs> Bearing in mind, this is before mobile phones. Really. He just, so he went out for a newspaper, got on the coach, went with the lads to Bridlington, got so fucked up that he missed the coach back and, and had to hitchhike home because he had no money because he, well, he only had enough money with him. Yeah, so he'd been bludging uh, Grog Hall. Anyway, had to hitchhike back. So, he, his, so the way that he told it... He came back three days later having hitchhiked from Bridlington, which is about 60 miles. And um, when he walked in, his wife hadn't realised they'd been right. <laughs> she, she literally just hadn't noticed. She said to him, you spend all your fucking time at the pub anyway. I just didn't notice that you weren't there. Okay, this week we're going to look at an ad for Old Spice, released in 2010, widely regarded as the first true social media integrated mm, This was campaign. a big winner, wasn't it? Yeah. What, so, made it, what made it an integrated campaign? Dove had leaked that they were going to run a TV ad for a new product in during the Super Bowl. So Old Spice, who were in the midst of a rebrand, released their TV ad four days earlier on YouTube and then ran it during the Super Bowl as a box standard TVC, and then had an entire social campaign where people could ask questions in the comments on the YouTube vid, and they would make a video answering the question. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. Um, the stats are interesting. So, hang on, where's my stats? Boom, 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 boom,
within three days of putting it up on YouTube, it had 20 million views. Wow. Which by today's standards isn't that much for something like that, but then it was huge, wasn't it? Four days later, it was the all-time most viewed video on YouTube. Wow. And when I looked at it yesterday, it had 57 million views. Wow. Um, the other interesting stat I have, three months later, sales of Old Spice were up 60%, and six months later, that figure had jumped to 125%. Is that true? Because in the um, uh, advertising world at the time, maybe just bit of creatives going, it didn't sell anything. I had heard that it didn't actually increase sales, which was I found hard to believe, but that was the word on the street. So the ad won a Cannes Lion. Yeah, but as I said, did it sell any products? And in the submission for the Lion, those were the figures. That oh, wow, Whedon, okay. Fantastic. So the, so the agency was Whedon Kennedy in the USA. Those are the figures that they put forward Wow. in the case study for the Cannes Lions. That's fantastic. So it was a rebrand. It was a relaunch. Do you remember the Old Spice ad before that? No. Oh, look, the worm has no. turned. Has a clue. wave with that dramatic operatic music okay. and it used to show a little bottle it's like Old Spice uh, it's no wonder they needed a rebrand yeah it was, it was awful at this stage I thought I'd drop in and let you know that the music referred to here has been used so frequently in movies and commercials that its use is now widely considered to signal that you're watching satire one reviewer I read called it the Big Mac of classical music the track itself was written in 1936 by German composer Karl Orff as part of a cantata called Camina Barana. Here in Australia, its most recent incarnation was as the backing track to another Khan's gold line winning ad, Carlton Draft's Big Ad. Karl Orff was a Nazi sympathiser during World War II who proved himself to be in possession of some rather flexible principles both during and after the war. The Carlton draft ad ends with two massed choirs singing the words It's a big ad, an expensive ad, this ad better sell some bloody beer. I'm fairly sure that Karl and his flexible principles would have approved of the sentiment. Okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to bore the shit out of you. Old Spice was launched in 1938. Wow. It's quite interesting. It became the aftershave of choice for US soldiers in the Second World War, thus defining the scent of a man to smelly European people. Previous to that, there had been a strong link between masculinity and male body odour. Mm. So the smellier you were, the, the more, more, of a man. more of a bloke you were. Wow. I thought it was quite quite interesting. That is interesting. It's a completely made-up category. And there are some old ads online, and my favourite is one from the early 1970s where um, a chap in a really nice suit says, girls like it. Is there a better reason to wear Old Spice? 
and then the, and then the, different then, wouldn't it? And then the one after that, <laughs> the the voiceover says, "Why do so many men use Old Spice aftershave lotion?" And then the same bloke in the dodgy suit starts reeling off the names of all these girls that he's, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's seen. So he goes. Peggy likes it, and there's a picture of Peggy, and then he goes, Susie likes it, and then Susie, basically, he's going, it's a, wear this, and you'll get a lot. So it's a euphemism, really, isn't it? It is. Yeah. wasn't subtle. Like Kiss's love gun. Peggy likes it. Okay. All right, at this stage, we're going to watch the ad, and this is where I'll insert the ad uh, audio. As per the usual form, there's a YouTube link in the pod notes if you'd like to have a look. The audio that follows is woeful, but it does have the major benefit of being free. Hello, ladies. Look at your man. Now back to me. Now back at your man. Now back to me. Sadly, he isn't me. But if he stopped using ladies' scented body wash and switched to Old Spice, he could smell like he's me. Look down. Back up. Where are you? You're on a boat with the man your man could smell like. What's in your hand? Back at me. I have it. It's an oyster with two tickets to that thing you love. Look again. The tickets are now diamonds. Anything is possible when your man smells like Old Spice and not a lady. I'm on a horse. You're a boat with a man your man could smell like. (laughs) (laughs) This is an oyster with some pearls. Now it's a ticket to that thing you wanted to go to. That's great. And there are two tickets to that thing you love. (laughs) I'm going to give the impression I care. Yes. (laughs) Okay, do you want to take us through it? Um, Yes, it's, um, it's fantastic. It's brilliant. It's a complete change from what the brand used to be, of course. Now, interestingly, you know, aftershave and any, yeah, I mean, perfumes just in general are one of the hardest things, I think, to create, um, work for and communicate. Um, I mean, think of any perfume. Uh, I can see now it's a black and white film. Kate Moss is running along the beach. They're playing around. There's some, some um, orchestral music playing and it falls and it just goes, you know, Liberty by Chanel. So you've got to try and communicate an essence and a smell, which, after all, is the strongest sense for a memory. It's a low consumer involvement category. So the difficulty is, as you know, it's very hard to sell stuff that you can't see. Mm. Well, that's what I said. So, um, But we know, you know, that smell is one of the strongest senses of memory. Like if I close my eyes now, I can smell a Singapore taxi, right? I don't know how this works. I can smell Dubai Airport. It's true. It's, it's, it's one of the strongest things to bring back memory. So... They've done an amazing job because they're not actually advertising the product. They're advertising the benefits of the product and it's different. So they're not saying it's not, it's not like a a food where they're saying it's got these ingredients. It tastes good. It's, you know, they don't actually mention that it's got cinnamon or, or it's made with this or that at all because they can't because it's a smell. So it's very hard to um, describe. So the benefits of it, because if you look at the original brand or say the original brand, the brand that I remember, it did, what all great brands do, it attaches a personality to it. Now, that personality would be uh, a bloke called Derek in a, in a light grey leather jacket. Not a nice one, you know, like the quilted ones, the puffy ones. Um, probably with a dalian, bit of hair coming out the top of the shirt, brown farrers and slip-ons. And he'd splash it all over, brute style. But that's what the, the brand would represent to me. It's interesting you say brute style because my, my memory my memory of this category is Henry Cooper. Yeah, splash it all over. Henry Cooper and Kevin Keegan. Do you remember... Um, Denim, the ad. Yep. It was just a man's open shirt with a woman's hand just going to slip into it. And he stops her, says, Denim. That was it. Um, the other one was Paco Rabanne, but I don't, I don't mm. think Paco Rabanne advertised a lot. It was just, it was the kind of stuff that used to turn up at Christmas. So this is it. So Old Spice do nice gift sets. 
And I would say every bloke of our generation would have a bottle of Old Spice a few years old on the shelf somewhere with the, the silver sort of rim around the top rusting and running down the side. I can't actually remember the smell. I don't know if it's that unpleasant or whatever, but it had a reputation for being a bit dodgy. So the ad is amazing in the sense that they completely transformed it with brutal honesty by being completely in fantasy land. And of course, they're not advertising to the guys, they're advertising to the women. I was going to ask you about that. So the original ads advertised to men. Take us through the ad visually first, and then we'll talk about the strategy for it. Well, visually, we know it's not for men because it shows a man half naked, um, which isn't something normally you'd look at from your newspapers. Oh, no, I wonder what this is. So this is Isaiah Mustafa, who is an American football player. He's looked after himself quite well. He has, yeah, he's worked out a bit. Um, and he's standing there and he just basically talks direct, directly to Cameron and, you know, um, hello, ladies. And then this, it's just nonstop dialogue, right? It's, you've got to really concentrate to keep up, which you want to keep up. You know, look at me. Now look at your man. Now look back at me. You know, your man could look like me, but he doesn't because he 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 uses body wash to sell like ladies' fragrances. <laughs> so straight away, ladies, he's been, Lady-scented body wash. Lady-scented body wash. But he's like, an ultra-cool guy. If you're going to do a cheesy cool guy, you do it like him, but it works so well. And then, uh, you know, through an incredible post-production. Although, did I read, I don't know whether you've got the facts on this, um, how they did it, there was a, a little more, um, it was done a little bit more on camera than, you know, you'd expect. So he goes through these amazing scenarios, you know, um, I've got an oyster, I've got dimes, all the things that women want. And especially the most important thing a woman wants is a man that smells nice. Um, it's incredible. It's really, really, very clever. And it had that uh, X factor where you go to work the next day and say, look at me, now look at your man. And visually, so visually it starts off in the bathroom and then there's a scene change and he ends up, um, where does he go? He's on the beach. He's on the beach. And then he ends up on a horse. No, so that's a great twist, yeah. So sorry, I should, yeah, talk to it. So he's in the bathroom. The bathroom scenery suddenly moves. He doesn't move out of camera, basically. I no. mean, he does through some very tricky um, camera work. He doesn't move, so he's always the centre of focus, non-stop dialogue. The bathroom changes to a blue sky behind. His hand looks down. You look down his hand and he's got an oyster shell and it's suddenly got um, diamonds, which suddenly all pour out. And, and like in a blink of an eye, they become two tickets, the thing you want to go to. He keeps having to look at me and then he says, now I'm here, now I'm on a horse. And suddenly he's on a white horse where 30 seconds ago he was in his bathroom with a towel wrapped around him. It's very, very clever. And it's one of those great ads you watch every time you see something different. You see something new. The amazing thing from a production point of view is that the ad was shot in one no. uninterrupted the whole thing. take. It took them three days to get it right. Yeah, but did it? There is one piece of CGI in it, which is... The diamonds and ticket, right? Well, no, it's not. Apparently, they worked out how to do that, just with a cut. But the one piece of CGI is the pack shot rises out of the pile of diamonds in the palm of his hands. And that's the CGI shot. I'm going to have to look at that frame by frame. That's incredible. Yeah. So it took him three days. The director, I can't pronounce his name. I'm going to get you to pronounce it right now. I'll read it, I'll, I'll read it out phonetically. And then, uh, so it was directed by a guy called Tom. K-U-N-T-Z. Tom Kuntz. Tom Kuntz. Directed this ad. In a single, I thought it was amazing. There's a slightly folklorish feel about it but Tom Conte swears that it was a single uninterrupted take but it did take three days um, so for instance at one stage he gets a, a jumper drops over his yeah. head yeah. so apparently they had a gaffer leaning off a crane <laughs> dro- literally dropping it straight onto his shoulders that's incredible yeah and if you look at it you can see because it doesn't land square it lands slightly offset it's the kind of thing you couldn't that's reproduce brilliant. if you were, if you were going to do it in CGI The really interesting thing about this is that it's a, it's a man's product, like a man's man's product, but 
You can tell from the opening line, it's targeted at women. So the planner went to a meeting with the client and the client went, we've done some research. What we found is that 60% of all sales of male grooming products are made by women. Are made by women. 60% of all purchases are made oh, by women. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, how, how many men yeah. really would buy their own cologne or aftershave? So the creation brief became the, the, the client basically briefed the agency. <laughs> Do you see how much harder this is when it's a real ad? <laughs> We're not ripping the tips out of it. The creative brief was stop women buying lady-scented body wash for men. That was literally the brief. I think the brief... So apparently... Oh, that was the brief. Is that a fact? The brief used the words lady-scented body wash. And we're back to that thing where how do you sell a product that that you can't see? Mm. And you do it by associating it with a specific person. Or personality. In this case, Asai Mustafa, who is essentially parodying himself. He is, but you know when you say it's a product you can't see, this is what I was saying before. When you think of like Cologne or, or CK1 or whatever it may be, or even that shocking ad which was for was it oh god, Gucci where um Brad Pitt did that looks parodied so much black and white. Which is it's I the hyperrealism of the standpoint, all right? I think we have to actually, refer, uh, whenever that ad is referred to, you have to refer to it as right. the, ad, the worst ad in the world. It is. So you listen to those words, and that's an attempt to put dialogue into a scent ad. So this isn't about scent, because he's it, he's talking all the way through it. It's not about communicating something you can't see. It's doing it in a, in a very, um, very straightforward, direct way, right? Saying... Basically, if you had subtitles to that ad, it'd be, look at me, aren't I handsome, ladies? Would you rather see me in the shower? Or then look at me, men. Would you rather feel like you look like me in the, in the shower or come out of the bathroom? I'm romantic, I'm handsome. Wouldn't you want your man to smell like me? Guys, don't you want to give the impression? You, you know. The thing that I found fascinating about this ad is it, it's purely for the American market, but it uses a format which is about as un-American as you can get in that the, the thing is entirely ironical. Ironical. And ironical. Is that a word? I don't think so. I don't word? know. Maybe. Did I just make that word? I up? think you may have ironical. It doesn't sound right. Ironical. It? No. Hey, Google. <laughs> is ironical a word? On the website dictionary.com, they say adjective using words to convey a meaning that is the opposite of its literal meaning. Okay, thanks, Google. Cancel. Irony. An ironic novel. Oh. An ironic remark. Oh, relating to or tending to use irony or mockery. Ironical. Oh! He shoots. Ironical. He scores. Wow. Americans not uh, famously been not heavy on irony. The entire thing is irony. Mm. And it's also, it plays on every single cliche created by every advert in the category ever. Mm. It's very clever because you, you watch it. And you don't realise at the time it's actually taking the piss out of everything, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Including its target audience. Yeah, it's true. So with, the, yeah. with the classic line... Two tickets for the, that thing you for, the, for that thing you like. <laughs> if you read behind that, you're going. It's two tickets for that thing that I don't give a fuck, I don't give a, fuck yeah. about. Yeah, and what, which what, is really important to you. What was women like? Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. There, yeah, yeah. yeah. The ad compares a black professional sportsman to your man. To Bob, sitting next to you. Well, to, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we can see the audience turn on the TV dinners. Yes. <laughs> the wife looks at him, look at me now, look back at your man. Sadly, he's not me. I think that's one of the lines. Yeah. Sadly, he isn't me. Yeah. Two tickets to that thing. I love, that's my favourite line, in that the entire ad is constructed to talk 
to women. Hello, ladies. And then it proceeds to rip the absolute piss out of them with that single line. Even right to the end, you know, think about all the Mills and Boons covers. It's like, oh, no, no, I'm on a horse. I'm on a horse. It's like, what else would it be? Because, you know, if it was a man writing the ad, look, now I'm in a Bugatti driving away. You know, it would, it, but who, what man would say, put him on a white horse, that'd be sexy. All right, let's move this along. Um, if the production values weren't as good, if Tom Conts hadn't managed to get it. <laughs> I wonder if it was difficult to deal with. <laughs> That'd be ironical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to take the piss out of me forever for no, using no. the word ironic? Well, who's directing it? Oh, Tom Cunts. Tom Cunts. But you can call him Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> My friends do. In Germany, he'd be called Herr Cunts. work with uh, it was fine it was fine it was great uh, okay so sorry the uh in my opinion that is one of the best scripts that i for an ad just if you just extract the words and did it as a voiceover i think it's a it's an amazing script if you stripped back the production values it was all done in one shot they're all proper sets but the production values are phenomenal mm. without those production values does the ad work or not no but just first thing you said the, the the script is brilliant, and the guy that wrote that is amazing. But was it a guy that wrote it? Was the writer a guy? Which is interesting because it's yeah, it's that, that's it was middle aged sexist. No, I'm just wondering because yeah, it, yeah it, I, it, I assume the same. It actually, it's, yeah. it actually was a guy. All right, okay. But Sorry. if the production values weren't as good, there's the unwritten rule: you never say what you see, and he is basically narrating the whole thing. Right, so here's this, here's this. Look at this yeah. now. Which, in theory, you know, if you follow that rule, it wouldn't work. But because the production is so slick and it, it does happen in the blink of an eye, it's so seamless. You don't feel you're watching what he's saying. But what he's saying also supports the visuals because they do happen so quickly. If you watch that ad with the volume off, when you just have a client that actually rejected a, a huge ad because it doesn't work with the volume off, which is a bit of an odd thing to do. Yeah. If you watched it, it would still work. Because you would you would have that voice in your head. You go, oh, what's it? You know, and you see it. Oh, okay. You get it. Oh, it's beautiful. He wants. Yeah, you know, he's a hunky guy. He's, he's, he's all cool and it's for old spice. You get it. So if you listen to just the dialogue, like you probably did at the beginning of this, and not see the visuals, obviously it may not mean a lot. But the step down from production values of that would be some very bad, I guess, CG work, or even lower than that would be local theatre. You know, the bushes moving, <laughs> someone on wheels pulling it back and forth, with a guy running underneath. Which could be it would, funny, but it, it would detract from what it is. But mm. again, the slickness of the production is the slickness of him. You know, what makes him look so cool is because everything works perfectly around him. Mm. If it was clunky, then he wouldn't look cool. To me, that ad is the classic, uh, it has cut through. That's the... Yeah, it's, yeah. And cut through is expensive. Yeah, no, I think we, we would agree that, you know, it's it's difficult to create an ad that will generate, what, what was the figure that we came up with, you know, uh, 20 million YouTube views in three days. And this is in 2010. It's difficult to come up with an ad to, that will do that mm. on a budget of $200,000. The interesting thing about it, you know, production-wise is if it wasn't done, I'm sure it was an enormous amount of work to do all in camera, and it could have been done in CG, but it's those little nuances you know, about the things that go slightly wrong 
and the fact that it has to work naturally, which make it work so well. I think even if it spent twice as much and did it all in CG, it wouldn't have been as good because you know it sounds ridiculous to say it's, such, it's a fantasy land, but it feels real in some sense. And so that's why, yeah, all the little different parts you know come together to make it work very well. I want you to score it for me, Brand. Um, mm, I would give it a four point six, and I think because the branding's so strong to you and I because we know it. If you'd never heard of that brand before, he does sort of push it forward, but you could replace that bottle with a lot of other stuff and not know it. Yeah, I couldn't find any recall figures for it, right? which is the first thing that I look for when we're doing these. They were, the thing to say about Autopice is they were coming off a low base with this. Mm. They were, I mean, basically, it's a complete rebrand. This mm. this ad launched a complete rebrand. Mm. It was the fuddy-duddy shit that your, that your auntie bought mm. you at Christmas because she couldn't think of anything else. Mm. Okay, 4.6. Interesting. You could replace the pack shop. And it's also very difficult because for the reason I talked about that, it was a big viral sensation. You and I have seen it uh, with, through our advertising eyes and it's hard to see it as a consumer because of, of the awards it won, the creativity, the production. We looked at it from every angle, so it's hard to say how, what to do for the brand because, you know, from the get-go, we weren't looking at, at it as a brand. But mm-hmm. considering it's Super Bowl placement, I th- yeah, obviously it would have had a huge okay. cut 4.6 casting? Oh, five. Woo. Research nugget. Apparently, in 2020, I've only seen. I saw it on the internet this morning. They have uh, reprised Mustafa, Isaiah Mustafa, in a new ad, which purports to show him with his teenage son. Oh, it's kind of a. It's a good attempt, but it's not even close. Have you seen it? I've seen oh, the ad. It's, oh, on, okay. it's on Tinterweber. Oh, do you want to look at it? No. Hey, here's an ad. It's not very good. Do you want to watch it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. Craft. <laughs> Oh, um, can I give it 10 out of 5? It's got to be a 5. See, you're backing yourself into a corner. You gave fucking J.R. Hartley 19.2 last week. No, look at me. (laughs) No. um, Look back at your man. You do. Good. I'm I'm playing golf. How about that? Have you got a book? It's on fly fishing. It's by J.R. Hartley. (laughs) Look over there for it. Now look over here. (laughs) I'm on a horse. (laughs) I'm on a horse. (laughs) Uh, Creativity. Um, 4.9. I don't know. I just really want to see the average J.R. Hartley for Old Spice. That is 19.5 points. Well, out of 20. You know, you put the big ones up there, you're going to get big scores. There is that. I think I've, I have, um, I have struggled. I was going to ask you, I was going to do the usual thing and say, do you want to do, uh, you know, can you do me a new strap line? But the manual man could smell like. Yeah, you know that's what? That's, not, actually, that, that's not actually the strap. Do you know what? Can you remember what the strap is? There is a visual strap. It's mm, not said, but there is I a don't, visual. So, uh, no, I don't remember it. But the super is smell like a man. Man. Oh, that's very good. Which is very important. But it's seamless, it's, isn't it? It just it just appears without realising it's a, it's a tattoo. Yeah. It doesn't get said. So if you, you know, typically you'd go, oh, the man your man could smell like, which. I mean, if I was, if I was a. If I was a team presenting, I mean, you can't better that, but if you want to please the client, you might have, you know, because you want the ad to work on a, a banner ad on a, on a web, whatever, you'd have Old Spice, it smells nice. Or Old Spice, smell nice, right? Because that's, that's basically what he's saying. If the brief that's was, the don't smell, you know, that's like, the billboard. you're out funny, yeah. then it would be Old Spice, smell nice. I, I did have a kind of a flight fantasy where I thought that... Um, we could make a Northern English version. <laughs> and, it'd be, and it'd be in them. Um, and that, so the talent would be Peter Kay. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and he's stood there in the towel. But, but the towel's a really nasty towel. It's not a white towel. It's like, it's, like, it's a really, you know, like the towel your mum used to let you, make you take to the swimming bath? Yeah. Because the man have you lost it. Yeah. It's that towel. Or you want your bike down with. Yeah. yeah. And Peter Kay stood there and he's got um, man boobs and a pot belly. Mm. <laughs> I can't imagine that. You think, oh, go, got it yet? And, and he's, man, you. <laughs> he's, man, your man could smell that. <laughs> Work, doesn't it? I don't know. Man, your man could smell like. <laughs> what, what to buy when you want to, man to smell so nice? <laughs> That's alright. And, and at the end, instead of going, I'm on a horsey, go. I'm on a bike. <laughs> no, I'm on my mate's bike. <laughs> got two tickets to bingo. <laughs> and look, I've got spangles. <laughs> Look at him go on. Now look back at me. Over here. Hey. You're on a boat. <laughs> You're on a boat with man your man could be. Like <laughs> look, look, goes, goes down in his hand rather than oyster goes bang of chips. <laughs> Nobbit. Sydney. That'd be very good. Aye, bloody bloody. Tones were done, I think, for Thank today. You. Thank you very much. That was a very good ad. Um I think we might have to choose the next ad might have to be a bit shitty in that one to give us more to work with. So next week from Perth, the place dream comes to die. <laughs> I think some of man told the, the me pla- that. The, the place where your career comes to die. Oh no. I could have been someone. Um yes, like, it's, oh, it's, didn't you it used to be Tony Williams? <laughs> no, it used to be Tony Cunts. I didn't um, Tom. Tom. No, 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 I used to be Tony the Cunts. All right. <laughs> It's interesting, the, hard, the better the ad, the harder it is to discuss it because exactly. it's really easy to pull yep. things to pieces. Yep. Um, uh, and even if there's some difference in point of view, like J.R. Hartley, because you have to say it like that every time, it's easy. But when there is an ad, which I, I'm not saying it's perfect, there's no such thing as perfect, but you know, when I watch that ad back, I haven't seen it for years. And I'm talking six years, but I can replay in my mind every scene. You know, or I could replay everybody. I mean, it's, it's very good. I think what we've done is we've just thrashed out the future direction of the podcast. We're only going to review shit ads. So rather than being... They have to be classic ads, but they have to be really average. So classic average. ads, simpler times, basically, well, classic ads, shitty... <laughs> <laughs> we just shitty, shitty, shitty ads. <laughs> yeah, no, classic ads from shitty, shitty times. Shitty. Okay, that's another episode of Classic Ads from Simpler Times. Thank you very much, Tones. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Well... I think we can all agree that everyone's happier when the ad reviewed isn't actually much good. So look out for next week's episode and we'll try to get back on the right track and find something we can shit all over. In the meantime, hit the subscribe button and you can listen to two middle-aged men laughing at their own jokes every week as we continue to produce more of the chewing gum on the carpet of the internet that is our podcast. Classic ads from simpler times. Thanks for listening. Take the rest of the day off. You deserve it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 